Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Under Review Show. Damon D here. Oh, football, I love you so much. Uh, it's Friday. That Thursday night game was another banger. A total banger. Uh, Green Bay covered. Green Bay covered. And um, big debate Big debate going on on our side about where the money was going, who we were putting it on. And, uh, and it was a plus 235 for a straight-up win, which was really too rich for my blood. I didn't do it. I didn't do it, but, I, but the cover was was so compelling. I just love the uh, the Devonte Adams six and O record when he's not in the lineup for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but for a straight up win, I felt like there was a bit too much. Um, they were just they just had too many guys. They're on the road. You know you know how to how it is. Uh, I thought a cover was in the cards, and the cover came through, and the straight up win did too. So congratulations for all of you wonderful wonderful people. Who um, who did that? Good job, and also welcome to the Under Review Show. This is Damon D. I am Damon D, and we are the Under Review Show. So here's the deal: um, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to talk about NFL football. We do that during the football season exclusively, just because we don't have all the time in the world to do college football, and then do the UFC, and then do you know uh, the next thing, and the next thing, and next thing. So we stick it to football, and this is what we do. This is uh, um, this is how we roll and why we are awesome. Um, we deal with a company called um, BetOnline, betonline.ag, okay? They take care of all of our odds and stuff. So most shows like this, <clears throat> they just kind of go out to like Vegas and just like find whatever odds are, are there. And they're not, it's not super um, super accurate for a couple of reasons. One, one is a, a numbers change. Um, there, there's competing odds that exist out there. Uh, there's a lot of reasons. So what we do is we stick with one company, and it, it benefits us in one way. We, we just you know where you can go and find the number we talk about. And B, um, they're actually just super chill, and they give us a lot of like insight where we need it or want it, um, um, real time. Like they'll just like we'll, they'll send over updates and things um, now and again, um, just to just to tell us, you know, the quick inside skinny. When it comes to live odds and betting on live odds and stuff, so super, uh, super interesting, super good. But that's kind of what you get from us. Um, I'm pulling the law, the odds from their book directly, and any insight you get is direct from the horse's mouth, so to speak. The people that are setting these lines and odds, like we, we have like a direct line basically to the stage, is what it's called, is where they set all the lines and odds. Um, and uh, uh, depending on uh, where things are at, they will be more than happy to just share with us. Uh, some inside information, most of which uh, is beneficial to you is sharp money, like where sharp and public money is going. That's super helpful, but also um, just consensus money, where all the money is going, like who's betting on what. And uh, and, and you you can glean some insight from a couple of those things. You know, mainly stuff like, um, uh, you know, if the line is seemingly going to move because, you know, when that money line on the point spread starts to fluctuate, a lot of books, right, they're going to adjust and tweak that money line and the profitability on the spread before they move the spread, because they, when they, especially when they think they've got it locked in. So um, <clears throat> it's, it's really interesting to hear the insight from these guys. Um, that being said, uh, as of last night's like consensus, uh, just so you know, from like Green Bay and Arizona, uh, people were hot on Green Bay by only about 56% on this, on the point spread. Um, and that was at like, uh, I'm going to say like it's six and a half, right? Like that's where a lot of the, that's where the big dollars came in when it got up, but it, it basically hung out at six points the whole time, which I thought was a great line, um, for this. I thought it was a, a fantastic line. Um, 
and uh, could have been so much different, right? Could have, could have, could have still covered too. Had had Arizona got straight up win there with that weird AJ Greenness, that was odd. That was interesting and odd. Anyways, uh, that was last night. Let's uh, let's just jump into the board for this weekend. Um, I guess are we halfway yet? Is this halfway? I don't even know if this is halfway yet. Can we call it halfway? We used to be able to just like skip over halfway, but it's definitely like half-ish. It's half-ish on our way um, with this weird, awesome season. Um, let's get it out of the way. Bills Dolphins, 14 points. So we got some big, gigantic, gnarly, fat point spreads um, coming. This is just what happens, right? This is this is just what happens uh, at this point in the um, in the in the in the you know the goods and the bads, right? Everybody's got every you know the goods, you know the bads, um, and they definitely just make themselves shown, right? Um, but you see some of these big covers um, that like that happened, right? Like Detroit covered um, because they had an egregious point spread. Of like 1 billion points versus the Rams. But they covered. They got their butts kicked. I'm sorry. The first half was like way closer than anybody thought. But that's just what happens when you have these egregious point spreads. People just get, you know, get going. People get like, um, the teams get really, really backed up on it. And it's weird. It's the National Football League, man. When you're like talking like double digits is nuts. But when you're talking two touchdowns and in that range, um, that's absolutely bonkers, right? Um, and at the same time, there are just the have-nots, right? Um, the straight-up have-nots. And if we look at a team like Tampa Bay in Chicago, where you had like a 13, 12, 13-point 13 spread there uh, last week, and they just covered by a ridiculous margin, right? An absolute ridiculous cover. Um, Arizona, though, ridiculous <laughs> cover. Um, covered the point spread. So... Um, I always like to take a flyer um, on these giant ones just because it's just not fun to, or it's too fun and teams get too into it and it's the National Football League. Um, though this year, like mid-season major spreads, bookies are pretty good. The, the books have like a pretty good grasp of it. So it's like the early season egregiously long point spreads. I usually just always go underdog and then late season ones because um, uh, injuries teams. Anyways, that was last week, kind of a bit of a recap. Um, egregious point spread number one for, uh, for <laughs> this week, uh, Dolphins-Bills. Bills, 14 points at home. Um, always scared of, like, big division point spreads, too. That's another factor that comes in. Just teams know each other, right? It's, it's how it is. Like, talk about what is, our, what is our cardinal rule here at the bet on, at, at, uh, the, uh, on the Under Review show? It's like, it's like never, just don't bet on the NFC East, ever. Just don't bother with it. Um, by the way, you want to talk about where the money is? This is insane, but 75% of the money is with a 14-point cover by the Buffalo Bills here. Like all the money. Um, by the way, Miami has, hasn't, has only covered two spreads all year. Um, and I guess one would be the first uh, game of the season. Miami beat the Patriots. But the Pats like fumbled on the 15-yard line with 30 seconds left or something, and, and it was this game over. Like they they barely won that one. I don't know if it would have been a cover had the Pats uh, uh, kicked. I think it was a game-winning field goal. Um, yeah, I think they still would have covered actually. Anyway, anyways, I'm saying they can't cover um, uh, to save their lives, and the Bills are covering some spreads. This is 14 points. People say it's just like 
Miami's just not going to be able to keep up to it. Now, you got a head coach in Miami, though, by the name of Brian Flores, who, who spent a better part of the last decade beating the crap out of the Buffalo Bills, right, with the New England Patriots. He knows them very, very well. We know that when Miami met the Patriots, obviously he knows the Patriots better. When Miami played the Patriots, he had, he had a great scheme going to, to sort of slow down a, a, a fledgling, fresh, young um, Mac Jones, right, and keep him... Uh, keep him in check. Not saying that they're going to do that, but he has some experience playing against this Buffalo team. And that's going to factor into keeping that 14-point spread um, in in check, you know, or just, just sort of at a reasonable uh, distance is all I'm going to say here. All this money's on the Bills, though. And all the Bills, the money, that, that line's probably going to climb up too, if that's the case. Because the, the, uh, the money line... They haven't touched the money line on the spread yet. It hasn't moved. But, like, if all this money comes in on Buffalo, um, that line's going to mo- creep up. And, like, when, when we're starting to get, like, that high, <coughs> it's phenomenal. Just take a flyer on Miami. Why the hell not? Total's only sitting at 48.5, too. So um, expectations are, are, are truly just that Miami is going to be unable to score. And uh, um, the, fact, the fact of the matter is... Um, these this, these teams can't score like this or sorry, the Miami Dolphins just can't score points, um, and and that's going to be the sad part of it, right? I think they've um, apart from the Jets, which don't really count, uh, but then the AFC, um, they're basically you know bottom three or four teams trying to score points here, and uh, that's how the odd makers have this chalked up. So uh, scary one with fourteen, but keep an eye on it. Panthers, Falcons, Panthers start three zero. That was awesome. Now they just can't do anything. They're three-point road underdogs versus the Atlanta Falcons. Basically, we got a coin flip here, okay? Um, That being said, this is one of those games that you just go like, you know what, I really don't want to have anything to do with this. Do I need an excuse to watch this? Do I need like an an excuse to to pay attention to this during um, all these other awesome games that are going on? Like, is that gonna is that gonna matter there? That's one of these for me where I'm like, I don't even care about this. Um, by the way, um, it's the only game that's like almost as high as the Buffalo Bills sitting at 75% money on 14. Um, there's 70% of the money's coming in, around 70% of the money on Atlanta just to just to cover this. Darnold is just tanking. Uh, he's on a short fuse. Carolina was even. Um, I mean, they're talking for trading to quarterbacks, quarterbacks that remain unnamed. Um, but, but there's, uh, they're, they're in trouble right now. They're in a tailspin right now at Atlanta. Um, that three points for a straight up win for me seems, um, fantastic. By the way, um, none of these teams seem to want to be able to cover the spread at any, um, positive rate, basically even, uh, three and four for uh, Carolina, three and three against the spread for, uh, Atlanta. Um, you know, these, these, these teams just, uh, it's not going to be fun to watch. I'm probably not going to even bother betting on it. But if I do, I'll probably just throw a straight-up win on Atlanta and just so I can get away with a little bit of money there. But it's unlikely it's going to happen. Uh, Atlanta, I mean, Matty Ice is getting his, uh, whew, you know, getting his uh, getting his legs under him. He, he can see still good. I, I can't figure the guy out, you know. Um, I thought he was broken. And then maybe he's not broken. Uh, who knows? They don't have anybody over there anyway. Anyways, uh, weird one, but, like, is it really going to get my juices flowing? Is the blood boiling? Eagles, Detroit Lions. Detroit three and a half point home dogs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the, this is another interesting, weird matchup. Once again, NFC East, terrifying. I'm terrified of these uh, <laughs> these teams. I don't want to. I don't want to look at them. I don't want to watch the games. Um, you know, the Cowboys are flying right now, but you know it's the Cowboys, and we're not going to be like talking about this 
in, in six weeks' time. We all just know this, don't we? Do we? Like, we really do. Anyways, um, the rest of the teams are stuck at two and five. You know what I mean? The rest of the teams are just stuck, Eagles included in that. So, like, what does that mean? They're literally fighting for an opportunity for a wild card, which is bananas, but it's like, you know, they can, they can run, they can run a, a few. Uh, by the way, the, <laughs> the Eagles uh, way, way better at, uh, on the road than they are at home, um, for the record. Um, so they are better. That's probably what gives them three and a half points on the road here. Um, Detroit's a mess. Most of the money, though, 60% of the money is on Detroit covering at home, strangely enough. So uh, another one of those games that I don't, need, I don't need to bet on to care. Total's 48, though. Uh, I think that's a bit much. I don't know if these teams are going to fly that hard. Let's talk about Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Um, super weird here. Okay, Titans two and a half point underdogs going on the road against the Indianapolis Colts. All right, so this is the Tennessee Titans team that are, uh, um, well, they've got the best uh, running back of, of our current generation here, right? Um, basically an unstoppable force. Uh, some of the statistics that came up were like, um, or it was in, in comparison with Henry, it was like, uh, haven't we haven't seen it since like like these generational guys? He had a stat. I can't remember what the exact stat was, but there was the um, Ladainian Tomlinson um, was basically the only other quarterback in the last twenty or running back in the last twenty years that done what he done. Which is like okay, if you if you remember watching Ladainian Tomlinson, you know how absolutely off the charts good he was. We we just never seen anything like it. We really really had never seen anything like him. Um, so people are all over Tennessee right now. They are the hot pick. Tennessee and the over, um, both sitting around 60%-ish, okay? Um, by the way, Tennessee loves, but both these teams love covering the spread. I don't think Indianapolis has gotten a lot of love on the point spread this season. Um, so let's be, uh, let's just know that they are overachieving. They do play up to competition. Um, Tennessee's like, you know, escaped the Monday night, you know, last Monday night. Um, you know, by the skin of their teeth, uh, <laughs> there, um, and that puts them at you know five and two, five and two record. Uh, whether it's deserved it or not, whether it's a real five and two or not, um, they're you know they're they're up in their division. The Colts are looking up at them. This is a division matchup, always tight. The AFC South, uh, it's it's just a two it's a two team race here. Um, uh, Titans love winning on the road, though. I'm just looking at their like their ATS numbers on the road. This is this is crazy. That's okay. 65% of the money is going for a Tennessee cover here. Um, yeah, that's in the 47 and a half. Basically, I think that's good. I think that's a good number. I'm probably not going to muck around with that there. But there you have it. Like most of the money on Tennessee, but Tennessee's the hot hand here, right? Everyone's everyone's talking about how Tennessee is going to do what they do. So. We know that like Derrick Henry's a, a, a monster of a human being, and cannot be stopped. He's a freight train. Just give it to him. Um, Tannehill just does what Tannehill does. I don't know, man. I got uh, I got a couple of those Colts. Like Hilton is Hilton back. He's still questionable, right? There's you, you got to. If he isn't, that's a pretty decent offense. By the by, um, I love it. God, this is be a good game though. See, that's a game I'm going to watch. That's a game I'm going to bet on because I want some extra added love to it. I don't care about the team specifically as a fan, but uh, that's going to be a great game to watch. Two and a half. Rams, 
Texans. Egregious point spread alert. 15 and a half for LA right now. Um, and with the big fat cover that they got last week, uh, come on. Uh, like, like, why not roll with these guys? It's, it's such an interesting team <laughs> and a way to change it. I, I thought, like, Bill Belichick has, um, he has the ability to just, like, crush coaches and teams and just end their careers, you know? Like, beating Atlanta in the Super Bowl, right? Like, like just does it, and, like, Matty Ice is never the same. <laughs> I mean, the team is never the same. Beating the Rams, you just saw them just disappear almost. You just go, you guys are so freaking good. Like, it was girly. It just felt like the, the Belichick, like, overarching evil emperor mojo um, spanked them. Um, but that's a hell of a coach over there. This is the thing. You coach yourself out of those. Um, and, and they're just, I mean, yeah, they're just a hell of a coach team. Um, and they're 6-1 and one on the season going against a Houston team that's just a mess. 16-point favorites. Guess what? 76% of the money is on the Rams right now. Um, in terms of covering, though, um, you know, Rams are basically even, right? They're 4-3 uh, they're, they're and three against the spread, so they're not like... Oddsmaker has really gotten them, gotten them uh, uh, bang on. Um, and, and to note, the Houston Texans are only 3-4 and four against the spread. Like, they, they, they get... Their ass beat on these stupid uh, major point spreads, but they don't. Um, um, they they live up to the expectation. Basically, is what happens here. Sixteen though, that's in my that's in my wheelhouse of of egregiousness, right? It's my my egregious number here. Um, I don't like it. Um, the straight up win though is like automatic here, but um, when you're getting fifteen and a half, sixteen points in the NFL, it's think about garbage time, right? Points. You're throwing in guys. You're trying stuff out offensively late when you're up by 20. You know, you're up by 20, 22 in the fourth quarter. You throw some guys in. You bench your quarterback, right? It doesn't, you, you probably don't score. And then the other team comes and throws just a couple of garbage or one garbage touchdown and a field goal. And then you're within 15, right? Still got your butt kicked, but you're still within 15. Um, I'm going to wait to see what this does. Um, by the way, all that money, like if it's going to be 76 and it's going to grow, um, the fact is, we might see that line grow go up, and I love that. I love that. I think it opened at fourteen and a half. It's already gone to sixteen. Let's go. Why not? Seventy six percent of the money bookies are like, "Oh crap, we need some money on Houston, just in case." We need some money on Houston. If they cover. If they don't cover, we're screwed. Um, yeah, they need they need the money. They're shaking in their boots on that one. Um, probably gonna wait. Probably not gonna bet on them. Bengals, Jets. A double-digit one, but nothing crazy. The Jets are only 11-point home dogs against the Bengals, who everybody's talking about are the greatest team. They've planned the parade route. Oh, it's unbelievable. They're the greatest football team anyone's ever seen. This is what happens. It's like the, the, the NFL is... It, it used to be like you get three games, and then they'd anoint you the champion already. Now it's like one game. Every week, it just changes. Every week, everyone goes, oh, my God. You're the greatest team we've ever seen. And the next week, oh my God, you're the greatest team we've ever seen. Um, taking on the Jets, though, you got to feel pretty good about this. Um, it, by the way, op the opening line was closer to 8.5, and, and it's already gone up to uh, 11. You know why it's gone up to 10.5 and, and 11 in most places or here at Bet Online? 80% of the money's on the Bengals. 80%. I don't really know the last time I've seen a point spread that's double digits that hits 80%. Of consensus money. What the hell? So, 
That's wild. Um, by the way, the Bengals don't cover at any egregious rate. I will say this. The Jets don't. They can't cover for shit. They covered one spread this year. So maybe they're right. Maybe everybody's right here because everybody is betting on the Cincinnati Bengals to cover an 11-point spread so that people say they think they got it wrong, completely wrong. Holy moly. By the way, um, the money line on the point spread, um, oh, it's moving. It's it's one of the only ones that's actually uh, moving around here. Um, because it moved up from like 8 to 11, um, that plus 11 um, is minus 115 for the for the Jets. And the minus 11 for the Bengals is at minus 105 right now, right? They're wanting you to bet. That's crazy. And that's probably going to still move because that type of consensus money is nuts. That's actually nuts. 75% of the money. What if we got 80% or sorry, 80% of the money, not 75. We already had a 75. That was nuts. There's 80% of the money. I'm losing it. Um... Yeah, I, I don't need, I, I you know, for uh, my fandom, I would like to see the Jets lose. You know, they, they just, they do it so spectacularly, it's amazing. Um, and, like, they just begged for their head coach uh, to come in and, and, and do that. You know, if they just thought he was the savior. I wonder how long he's going to last. I think I'd give them halfway through this season if they continue to, to uh, play at this rate. Like, like they've scored, they've only scored 80 points this season. The Jets. They've scored 80 points. The Texans have scored 20 more points than they have. The New York Jets have only scored 80 points in six games. That is, I don't know, um, I don't know how historical that is. I don't think it's historical because we've seen some bad stuff. Um, you know, but if you if you can't even score two touchdowns a game, you know, and you're in, 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 the, in the 2021 National Football League, right? This is like, this is 2021. The last decade has been absolute bonkers for, for scoring, right? Like, like it's, you just have to score lots. You have to score lots. There's like the Cardinals have put up almost, well, they've, they've played a couple extra games, but like 200, the Bills are over 200. The, the Cowboys have put over 200. The Bucks put over 200 points. So if you're, if you're staring up in the AFC, Okay, you're not making the playoffs, probably, right? You're you're not you're not making the playoffs. You're probably not looking at a division, but you want to improve, right? You're in a rebuild, and you want to just like uh, set yourself. You, there's a marker for the other teams in the AFC that you're looking to, and say, okay, we're not going to be the Bills this year or next year, maybe. But but can we can we get closer? Where are we? You know, in terms of of how we you know how we compare. Are we improving? Are we getting better week by week? And then you go, oh, um, we score like 13 points a game and the Bills score 34. Like we're not even in the same zip code anymore. And that is not good. Especially when you're talking about midseason here. How do you motivate these guys? It's next to impossible. Um, anyways, that line is bananas. Um, Bengals might just run on this, but they might, they might chill out too. I don't know. Um, the, the, the total's only sitting at 43. So the expectation is that the, the Jets can't, they just can't score. And I just, I, I, 11 points isn't much when a team just can't score. Steelers, Browns. Oh man. 
you know, it was always great. There was a time for a lot of years that you could just bet on the Browns if the if the if the spread was like more than say a touchdown against the Steelers. This is when Steelers win Super Bowls and stuff like that, uh, because the Browns just played them hard, and you you always felt really confident when that point spread got to a touchdown plus. I always felt very confident just going like, oh yeah, man, they just they 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 hate getting beat up by these guys. Um, and now the Browns basically, you know, the, the Baker Mayfield, uh, um, era has like, kind of has their, their number a little bit. And, and by the way, Ben Roethlisberger is like, oh my God. Um, he's just, he's just a, a shell of his former self. You know what I mean? Um, it's a weird thing to see that we, we see, we get to see the Browns like kind of take it to him a little bit. Um, they're at home, the Browns, three and a half point favorites. Okay. Baker Mayfield's playing. It's his bad. His other shoulder is another throwing shoulder. Um, I don't know how to figure out Cleveland and or Pittsburgh right now. Um, by the way, Pittsburgh last year, remember they went 11 and 0. It was the worst 11 and 0 team I've ever seen. They sucked so bad. I never felt more confident in saying these guys are not only going to like make the playoffs and just lose in the first round, they might not even win the rest of the games of the season when they went 11-0. It's just how they were. They were so bad. It was crazy. Um, and they were 11-0. It's so nuts. Uh, anyways, I don't know if they figured their themselves out, right? They're, it's not the same. They can't cover. They always get way too much public money. Um, they're 2-4 against the spread this season. Not that the Cleveland Browns are doing anything good, but they're pretty... Oddsmakers are getting the number pretty right for them. So 3.5 at home versus Pittsburgh. Division matchup. Tons of history. Um, Cleveland's been taking them, taking their... Uh, you know, had their number the last couple of uh, meetings with them. Um, consensus money, though, 57% on Pittsburgh to cover 3.5 on the road versus Cleveland. I don't like it. I think... Yeah, I mean, not that Odell came back. They got some talent on that Cleveland team. It's that defense, right? They're, they're going to beat up Ben a little bit. I think Cleveland Love runs this one. Total's only sitting at 42. Coming down, too. Um, I have a Pittsburgh D on a couple of my fantasy teams, so I'm like, I'm way, I'm way more intimately understanding of, of Pittsburgh. Um, and they're not great. I wouldn't say they were a great team um, at all. Right now. Not a great defense. Three and a half. Jeez, they don't make it easy on us, do they? Um, Niners, Bears. Speaking of can't scoring, the Bears plus four. Oh, talked about baptism by fire for a brand new rookie quarterback. Um, I can't figure out either of these teams. San Francisco's got to get healthy. The Bears have to learn to score points, and they just freaking don't. Um, I mean, they're not as bad as... Uh, the Jets, but they're definitely the worst in the NFC North, right? And the last couple of games have been really, really sad for them. Just really, really sad. Um, like, they're definitely the worst offense in the NFC. That's for sure. Like, they're worse than, like, the Falcons, for sure. Probably by a, a pretty large margin. Um, and the Lions, they're worse. I know that they're worse than the Lions, um, for sure. So, but San Francisco is just literally uh, uh, unpredictable. Why? How do I know that, that San Francisco is just up in the air, coin toss, probably don't touch this game? They've only covered one point spread this entire season. They're supposed to do way more things and be way better. And uh, they can't to save their lives. Uh, by the way, 
Um, Chicago basically even three and four against the spread. Um, same as their record. If they win, they cover. If they don't, but they've had some really tight point spreads. Uh, this one is just a don't touch. Uh, who knows? Chicago probably can't score for shit, uh, but San Francisco might just lay an egg, or they might put up fifty. Um, who knows? Uh, consensus money's basically even. It's just people. People I, I think have a similar opinion to me in that they don't know what the fuck to do with this game, and that's one of those ones you don't stay. You stay away from. And I got no reason to watch it, so I don't need a reason to watch it. So I'm not gonna. Jags, Seahawks, Seahawks at home. Only three and a half point um, favorites over the Jacksonville Jaguars. How actually insane is that? Um, yeah, Seattle has, has uh, the last few years just overachieved, um, especially defensively. Their offense has always held itself together, um, basically on the shoulders of a Russell Wilson. And then the defense has always um, actually just ex- excelled where they shouldn't have. And that's always been a very good attribute of how well coached of a team they are. Um, and then now, and then you got this year. This year, they're just like, it's, it's, it's like the offense fueled the defense, maybe? Like, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe that's what happened. The offense fueled the defense to a point that th- it kept them going and kept them in games. Um, three and a half point favorites at home versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. They got to travel to the moon and back to get there. They're, they're coming into a place that's very loud and has been the hardest place to play in the last decade. And they're only three and a half point faves. Don't touch this game. Run in fear from what's going to happen here. By the way, 68% of the money is with Seattle. All of my money is with Seattle here because I think they overachieve in this. Jacksonville cannot cover a spread to save their lives, to to be honest. Um, Yeah, they got a win under their belt, but let's be clear. um, Either don't touch it or go with Seattle. That's all I got to say. It's just, that's just tough. What a weird line. Weirds me out. It's one of those ones where you're like, what do they what do they know? What do they know that I don't know right now? Patriots Chargers. Patriots four and a half point road underdogs versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Last time they played the Chargers, they beat them like a rented mule. And uh and it was sad and egregious. And uh they are mad about it. This is a revenge game of literally the utmost importance for the San for the for the Los Angeles Chargers. It really is. They are so up. For this, it's crazy. Because they're a pretty damn good team, too. That's the thing. Now, what is Bill Belichick like? He likes to eat these young quarterbacks alive, right? I know you're, you're better, but he likes to eat them alive. Problem is that defense in New England is kind of garbage. It's actually just kind of gross. Um, really kind of gross. 60% of this money is on the Chargers to cover four and a half. That's a lot. New England, uh, pretty good on the road. I mean, only games they won, but you got to think about it there. Of their three and four record, two of those wins are against the Jets <laughs> and Houston. Three wins, two against the Jets and Houston. Now, they got some momentum going. Mac Jones is phenomenal. Uh, they have a defense that's not keeping them in. They have some ball possession woes, which they've never had, or are super uncharacteristic of the New England Patriots. Can't hang on the ball. Like, Damian Harris is a stud, but you fumble the ball, man. Get out. You're gone. Bell Belichick will send you away. He doesn't care. Go. Ball security. Um, so they got a long way to go, the New England Patriots, before they really figure out their identity. Um, they're getting there on offense, though. You can see it. The last four games, Mac Jones's uh, QB rating has been nuts. Um, he's not turning over the ball. He had that one really, really bad game against um, uh, New Orleans. He threw three, three picks. They made him throw the ball 50 times. It was just gross. 
Um, that really is driving down his uh, his season statistics. To be honest, you take that game out of the uh, way where he had a QB rating of around fifty something, I think, and uh, and he is he is eclipsing you know a hundred for the most part um, for the season. So uh, I think you know that one kind of bad game where yeah it was baptism by fire. They just let him hang in there and just take his licks, learn some stuff. Um, and, you know another maybe bad plat pass uh, here and there. Um, you know, that Cowboys game, he played so well. He was so clutch. Um, you know, he throws a pick six, and then he throws a 75-yard bomb to get back in the lead. What a nuts, nuts transition of events. He's got some cojones on him. The offense is going, but that defense doesn't know where it is. Um, they're probably the lowest rushing team. Yeah, Damian Harris is a stud, but they're, they're, they're near the bottom of the league in rushing yards and statistics. They can't run the ball. Um, they got a solid kid. That offensive line is still figuring stuff out. You know, they, they got rid of a 947-year-old Dante uh, Skarnecchia last year. He was an O-line coach for, for one million years. Uh, and you can see that it's made a difference. They're, 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 they're needing to adjust greatly. They're needing to uh, change a lot of what they, uh, what they do in their learning. They're getting better, though, by the way. Tons of injuries, though. Guys coming in and out, switching from the left guard to the right guard side. Um, it's, it's, it's a work in progress, and I don't think they're ready yet. I think they spent a lot of time um, kind of adjusting and milling about and making sure that this offense um, stays consistent, and uh, while they work these kinks out, um, obviously their their investment in all these tight ends and stuff has not paid off yet. But we're seeing Hunter Henry do some things. He's got a touchdown in the last four or five games in a row. Um, we're seeing them integrated into the offense here slightly, um, and we know that Josh McDaniels' uh, offenses are friggin' nuts. Like Cam Newton, who's a pretty damn good quarterback, just couldn't figure it out could not deliver passes in a way that worked for this offense. He wasn't accurate enough. He couldn't outthink defenses. He couldn't think through offensive schemes. These are all timing play, like a lot, not all, but a lot of these are, are, are positional and timing and situational plays, right? This is what Tom Brady is, is why he's the greatest of all time, because it just doesn't matter what you showed him. Play man, play zone, play, throw a safety back, put people in the box, it didn't matter. He was a timing situational guy that just had an option for everything. A guy like Cam just couldn't figure that out, man. It was too complex. A guy like Mac Jones, though, uh, student style, he, he will do well. But they're like, it just takes a long time, man. And if you look at Tom Brady originally, he, he was very similar statistically to Mac Jones. Like They only threw the ball like 25 times a game, maybe, when he was like a rookie season. Once in a while, they let him loose. And that was Tom Brady's legacy is that when they let him loose, he he was great. Um, Mac Jones has not been great when they let him loose. He's been very, very good, but not like Tom Brady-esque. But know that uh, they will never tell you that they just developed Tom Brady. They just let him do what they do, and he did it. Uh, but truly, if you look statistically before the 2007 season, uh, he was just ma- mainly game manager style guy, right? Became very good at that. So when they did turn the, the, the faucet on, uh, he had that already, and then he could just like unleash. So... Um, this is an interesting New England team, but that four and a half on the road, it's just not a good enough team to beat a good Chargers team at home. That's that's the bottom line. If you're going anywhere, you're going Chargers money. Washington, Broncos. There's the Broncos team. It's like, oh my God, what are you guys doing? Who are you? Um, Three-point home faves versus uh, Washington. Uh, this is don't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Consensus money's even. Line sitting at uh, 44. Hasn't moved. Um, everybody is just on the same boat here. You got two teams, um, uh, that are 
not, not evenly matched. The only statistic I want to say that's important is the Washington football team has only covered one spread this season. They just suck at it. They're just the, the, the odds makers just don't have a grasp of it. Um, so if you're gonna bet spread plus three, which is essentially a straight up win, Washington's not on your side. They're not on your side, guys. So take that as it may. Uh, Bucks Saints. Saints are four and a half point underdogs at home. Um, Bucks did this sort of same thing where like they 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 were not gelling until like later in the season. They had a fluctuation. And believe me, I feel like this is just how Tom Brady even did it with New England, right? They'd have like, they'd open pretty good, but they'd always like lose a game or two early in the season. And they have like a really, really, really good like October, like a ridiculous October. And then they would have like a massive run late in the season. And then they'd like lose the last game of the year to the, to the Jets. But I feel like they did this last year, right? With Tampa Bay, I wasn't predicting that they'd go all the way. They were they showed flashes of complete brilliance. But I remember midseason going like, ah, you know what? Next year they're probably going to be really good. But I think this is just how a dynamic of of, of a season goes, um, where you see you see them like at about this point, maybe in another couple of weeks, sort of plateau, you know, um, and then and then streak into the into the you know the, their December's are massive. With Tom Brady's December's are massive. Um, that being said, 69% of the money is on Tampa Bay to cover on the road versus New Orleans. Um, Alvin Kamara was the only thing that they had last Monday night. Um, and then he just got shut down basically in the second half where he just... Um, it, they proved that that was the only thing they had. It was like Kamara, Kamara all day flying. Every pass, every, like he was, he, was, he was untouchable. And then uh, a big fat adjustment was made. And then also in Kamara, they were like, okay, who else do you got? And nobody else really, really stepped up in that game. So um, four and a half points isn't a lot. Against the spread, Tampa Bay's three and four. New Orleans is three and three. Um, I don't see how Tampa Bay doesn't do what they do here. But once again, plateau season for Tom Brady. Cowboys-Vikings on Sunday night. Uh, Cowboys are three-point underdogs versus the Vikings on the road. What the hell is going on, people? How is that even possible? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Um, this, uh, <laughs> the, the consensus on this is really wild because it's 70% Dallas. Everyone's like, are you crazy? How do they not cover this? By the way, Dallas has covered every single game this year. They're 6-0 against the spread. You're going to give them three points on the road versus a 3-3 three and three Minnesota team when Dallas has got the most points scored in all of the NFC? I don't know if it's just one of those excitable point spreads where you're just like, oh, this is great. This is delicious. But the, the proof is in the pudding here. 6-0 ATS, 5-1 overall record, going on the road versus a 3-3 three and three team that's basically even against the spread with just three points to get come away with a straight-up win? I don't know. Now, they did almost lose to the Patriots. Probably should have lost to the Patriots. Um, maybe this is the Dallas hype machine. It's a primetime game, too. 70% of the money's on Dallas, guys. Oh, my God. And, of course, you have to bet on this because it's the only game on, and you got to be involved in it. So i got to put my money somewhere. Minnesota going to cover this? Minnesota going to go to a 4-3 by knocking off Dallas? Wow, that would be the most Dallas Cowboys thing on the planet, wouldn't it? Hey? 
just go on the road here with just like they should steamroll and not. Oh, I love it. I need I need some time to think about this. Uh, Chiefs, Giants, Mahomes is good. Man, he was wobbled and hobbled. I hate how they come up and be like, I wasn't that bad. I was just taking my time. Like, no, dude, you were freaking wrong, man. You were seeing Tweety Birds. Holy crap, buddy. Take a day off for crying out loud. Just totally worked his noodle. Anyway, um, Chiefs nine and a half point home faves versus the Giants. They really got to win this game to get their shit together. I don't know. Do they cover nine and a half? Sixty percent of people think that they're going to. Um, they're two and five against the spread. These spreads have just been way off for Kansas City every single time. I don't know. Um, that's a real tough one for me, just because uh, of what's wrong with Kansas City's defense. Right? Total sitting at fifty-two here. Can the Giants score? Yeah, they can if they need to. Um, this defense in Kansas City is absolutely horrific. It is so bad. Um, it's what got them into trouble and why they didn't like. You know, the Mahomes' first real starting year, he didn't just absolutely run on everybody and got stopped by the Pats just because they allowed Tom Brady to go in there and score on them. They like people let people score. You can't let people score. I don't care who you have on offense. The way that they have been giving up points this season compared to where they are, you just can't do that in the NFL in 2021. You can't do it simply because um, even the shittiest teams out there, even the crappiest teams out there, um, have the ability to to put points up at some point. And here's the fact, and it's crazy. They gave up as many points as the Houston Texans do. They've almost given up as many points as the Miami Dolphins have. Right? Dolphins has given up 207 points this season. They've given up 203, the Kansas City Chiefs. What the hell? This is crazy. And and the Dolphins, the, the Dolphins... I'm one in six. Dolphins can't score. The Dolphins are a bit of a laughing stock since week one. And you're basically you have the same defense as the Dolphins in this in, in your conference anyway. You know, the, the the if you were in the NFC, you would be the worst team, worst defense in the NFC by a long shot. So insane. I can't trust it. I have to bet on it because of it. It's probably gonna be a total bet, um, to be honest. Like like the fifty burger there, the fifty two burger is what's what's going on there. I I, I don't even know. Probably under. I I, I can't even. Uh, the, the Giants could just run <laughs> these guys. There you have it, folks. That has been your breakdown for weekend in the NFL. Uh, I'm Damon D. A pleasure as always. Head to Bet Online. Go check out all of the stuff that we talked about. Is all available there for you to check out. Um, just head to their sportsbook. You can bet online anytime. I'm Damon D. This has been the Under Review Show. Happy football watching. Adios, muchachos.